twowayradios.com, check, check. By twowayradios.com. Recorded almost live from Rock Hill, South Carolina. It's the Two Way Radio Show. Welcome to the Two-Way Radio Show. I'm Rick Savoya. I'm Danny Feimster. And I'm Anthony Roque. And this is the podcast about two-way radios for business and consumer communications. Today, we'll talk about marine radios. We'll learn how these radios are used in maritime activities, the FCC rules for using them, and the types of marine radios available. We'll also review the ICOM ICM36 VHF Marine Radio and take some of your questions from our blog and our forums at twowayradioforum.com. Our show is sponsored by buytwowayradios.com, the source of two-way radios and radio accessories for businesses and consumers since 2002. Buytwowayradios.com, your radio specialists. So, uh, what is a marine radio? Well, Rick... One of the most important things to have with you when you're out on the water, besides something to keep you afloat, is a means of two-way communication, such as a radio. If you're a boater, you probably already know how important it is to have a radio on board. There are several different types of radio communication for marine use. Today, we're going to focus specifically on VHF marine radios. Marine VHF radio is commonly used on seafaring vessels, both large and small, to communicate ship-to-ship or ship-to-shore for everything from routine contact with ports and marinas to emergency distress calls. These radios operate using the VHF frequencies in the VHF range from 156 to 174 MHz. Marine radios operate very much like your typical land-based radio, like GMRS or or business handheld radios. but there's some differences in channels, wattage, range, and features. VHF marine radios are different than land-based radios and are specifically for use in marine environments. In fact, it's illegal to use a marine radio when you're not on the water, unless you're communicating with a, another marine radio or an onshore station that has to be licensed to use a radio onshore. We do get some questions where people want to buy a marine radio for use in hunting or outdoor activities because VHF signals are great outside, but you cannot do that. You're not allowed to use marine frequencies on land at all, unlicensed. Um, Marine radios are allowed to operate between 1 and 25 watts. If you're using a handheld marine radio, uh, the power is going to be lower usually around 6 watts or less. If you have a fixed marine radio, one that installs in your boat, that's going to be higher power, up to 25 watts. That's the maximum. You're not allowed to go above 25 watts on, on, on that. Right, and with those fixed mount VHF marine radios, you're going to have an antenna connected to the radio as well to help your range. Transmissions primarily occur over open water. Your range is generally going to be much greater than land-based radios because there's simply no obstructions. It's not something special about marine radios. It's just that if you're using them on the water, 
There's no trees. There's no hills. There's nothing to block the signal and cut down on your range. So really the curvature of the earth is what limits your range. So you're going to be able to communicate up to seven, eight, nine miles. And depending on your antenna length, maybe further than that. So you can pretty much keep going and going and going. Um, marine radios offer a lot of features standard that you see a lot of times as optional features on land-based radios like such as GMRS. Things like emergency weather alerts and weatherproofing. As you can imagine, if you're on a boat, it's very important to stay abreast of the weather. So um, any marine radio that you purchase is going to have the ability to notify you of weather issues. And waterproofing, that that goes without saying. Yeah. <laughs> You're out in the water. I mean, something's going to happen to that. It's going to get wet. Right. It's going to get tossed around a little bit. You know, it's, you have to be ready for that. And and these manufacturers are they they're making a pretty good product. If you're making a marine radio, it's going to hold up to to some level of of waterproof. It's not uncommon for marine radios, particularly the handheld ones, to be completely submersible. Even there's a new feature that's came along somewhat recently called uh, class d or dsc it's for a digital selective calling as of march 25th of 2011 this became a standard feature on marine radios and um, not too long ago manufacturers were pulling product off the shelf and reissuing new versions that, that supported this class d functionality Class D or DSC is, is part of the Global Maritime Distress Safety System, GMDSS, and um, a Class D capable radio has a second receiver built in specifically to monitor channel 70. Channel 70 is uh, the DSC channel, and that channel allows you the user to send a distress signal at the push of a button without using a microphone or uh, exchange position information with other boats or stations. So um, Class D radios have a second receiver built in so that uh, specifically for monitoring this channel 70 or the distress channel. Uh, which is a pretty nice feature to have. Yeah, it's a good thing to have. I mean, you're out in the middle of the water. <laughs> uh, you know, and, and, they, and they monitor that. Yes. They monitor that constantly. Channel 16 is a voice channel on marine radios for um, emergencies and channel 16 is monitored by the Coast Guard. Mm-hmm. Um, this channel 70, the DSC channel, is also being monitored but it's not really a voice channel. It's sort of a, yeah, it's the, really the equipment handles everything. When you push the distress signal everything just sort of happens in the background. Yeah. And, and that's especially crucial if you're, you know, if that's all you can do is press a button. And there may be situations where you're you know, you can't, <laughs> you don't have time for hollering mayday, mayday. Right. Um, now, on marine radios, there's uh, a lot more channels typically than you're used to seeing if, if you're a GMRS or a business radio user. Typically upwards of 80 channels. And there's a couple that are dedicated for certain things. Channel 16 and channel 9 are emergency channels. Channel 9 is not monitored by the Coast Guard. Channel 16 is. So I guess Channel 9 will be for minor emergencies. <laughs> if you don't want the Coast Guard involved, use Channel 9 for your emergencies. But typically there's 80-plus uh, channels, like 88, I believe. And a license is not required to use a marine radio. 
in most circumstances. There's a couple of situations where you're supposed to have a license, which is if you're on land operating a marine radio. Uh, a lot of times you'll see um, some types of businesses mm-hmm. uh, that operate like fishing. Uh, if you're operating a, a fishing fleet or something. Yeah, if you have charter yeah. boats, that, that type of thing, and you need to communicate with your boats that are on the water, you'll have a license to operate a radio on land. Also, if you have a boat that's going to travel to a foreign port, you're going to need a, a license. But other than that, most situations, you're, you're not going to have to worry about a license, similar to CB radios that we talked about last episode. Like I said earlier, there's two general types of marine radios. There's fixed mount and handheld radios. The uh, fixed mount install directly uh, in the boat. They can't be moved back and forth. Um, handheld radios you can take with you from boat to boat. There's a few models that we sell that, that are very popular in the handheld category. The Midland uh, Nautico 3VP, the ICOM ICM36 that we're going to review today. As far as fixed mount radios, the ICOM M412, the Cobra MRF80 are very popular choices. Several manufacturers make marine radios, most popular being um, ICOM, Cobra, Midland, Uniden, Standard Horizon is uh, Vertex's marine unit. Uh, They're very popular, make very good products. there are a lot of a lot of yeah. There are a lot of different good radios out there. A lot of these are, are made. They're built for for rough, open water, pretty much. I've been on some boats before, just out in the bay, and and uh, it's it's a little bit much for my equilibrium. <laughs> yeah. But, but you, you can get tossed around pretty easily, especially you know just out in the bay when it's, when it's yeah, a little right. bit rough. And and so you know those radios are going to get jolted around a bit, and and you know you can wind up with one in the water pretty easily. So um, so they have to be built to to tougher specs. And, and you see that are. in the pricing to some extent because. In GMRS radios, you can get a two-pack for $40, and mm-hmm. um, you're not going to see that with marine radios. You, you're generally looking at a, a $80-plus investment to get a, a marine radio. Mm-hmm. Now, as far as the marine radios are concerned, uh, actually operating one, there's a specific protocol for talking on some of these marine radios. For instance... You have to listen for a couple of minutes before you start transmitting on on a station. Make sure it's all clear, and then that you start transmitting. Sense. Okay, and then um, basically using channel sixteen only to establish the communication if it's necessary, and then you kind of switch to a different channel. Basically, I think for a lot of the emergency communications, you kind of so you would know, only want to use channel sixteen if you're in an emergency situation, and then switch um, over to another channel of, of sorts. Um, a lot of the um, how should I say, the calls that they use, uh, the calling procedures. You know, like everybody knows the term Mayday. You know, Mayday, Mayday, we hear that all the time. Uh, that's the universal distress call. And then uh, there's some others there, a uh, pan-pan urgency call and a couple of others out there. But they use pro words, you know, based on the English language, like, uh, uh, you know, acknowledge and, and uh, all stations and, you know, confirm and stand by and and that sort of thing those are all kind of standard uh, right, terms right. that they use and then of course the nato phonetic alphabet 
you know everybody uh, not everybody knows it but but um you know the, the ones that that you hear basically Alpha, bravo charlie charlie delta that kind of thing that that's typically used and then uh, when they're transmitting numbers you know they'll use the one two three niner things like that so um there is a specific protocol that they they use that's common out there on the sea and I guess that's just so you're clear. I guess you never know how far away you're going to be from the station that's receiving your transmission, and maybe it's weak, and pronouncing things phonetically may make it easier for a remote station to hear what you're saying or make out what you're trying that to get across. That makes perfect sense. Yeah. Because if you're you're just way out there on the outer edges and you can barely make it out, I mean, yeah. Yeah. There, there is uh, sort of some reasoning for uh, them. They're suggesting that you use the, this type of language, and, and uh, that's why. Mm-hmm. And that makes sense to me. Any other thoughts on marine radios on the topic? I think we gave a, a, a good intro today. I think so. We can get uh, more into it in, in future episodes of the Two-Way Radio Show. Uh, that's what we're here for. I look forward to it. Okay. <laughs> well, uh, coming up, we'll take a look at uh, the ICOM ICM36 VHF Marine Radio. Is it seaworthy? Well, we'll find out next on the Two-Way Radio Show. Searching for two-way radios? Buy Two-Way Radios has what you need. Buy Two-Way Radios is the source for two-way radios and radio accessories from major name-brand manufacturers for businesses and consumers alike. Buy Two-Way Radios provides more than just great radios at a great price. We are a leading source of expert advice on the products that we sell and can assist in finding the perfect solution for you or your business. We also deliver great service. All of our products are stocked at our local warehouse. This allows us to guarantee processing time and fast shipment of your order. Whether you're searching for two-way radios for general consumer or business use, Buy Two-Way Radios can help you find the best solution for you. Give us a call at 1-800-584-1445 or enter our live chat at buytwowayradios.com weekdays from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Eastern. Buy Two-Way Radios at buytwowayradios.com. Your radio specialists. You're listening to the Two-Way Radio Show. And this week we're going to review a marine radio from ICOM, the ICM-36. I really like this marine radio. It's one of our one of our more popular. We sell quite a few of them. It's, uh, it's made by ICOM. It's the ICM-36, as Rick mentioned. It's my opinion, it's needed for your ditch bag. Ditch bag for those that don't know what it is. It's basically a a bag that you're going to keep in your in your boat or your vessel and if for some reason you've got abandoned ship you throw this bag in out there with you you know it's usually going to have a the icom radio it's going to have some waterproof flares uh, some gatorade I, I mean i don't know uh you know whistles things like that essentially you ditch it that's right you're ditching the boat so you're uh, you're going to take the bag with you i just <laughs> I just, I just I just had a horrible thought. What if you think you're sinking and you're not? You ditch the bag. It floats off and you're stuck. On the... Well, you just drive and get the boat. And, and, and you're stuck it. on the boat without any provisions. That's right. 
I guess you could, you know, drive the boat over and pick up the bag. That's right. <laughs> the whole ditch bag thing just threw me off. I'm sorry. Okay, I'm good. <laughs> Go ahead. Um, the good thing about this radio is it is submersible. It is floatable. Um, which, in my opinion, that's a requirement. If you're ditching the boat you're going to want something that uh that can yeah, float a handheld marine radio it just it, floating is that's an important feature that's as important exactly. as, as having weather channels you exactly know? um just hope it floats back to you that's right um one of the cool features with this radio is it's got something that icom calls aqua quake basically what they do is is if the radio does get wet it uh it uses vibrations from the sound to push water out of that speaker grill so your transmissions will be you'll hear clear but you'll be able to transmit clearly as well which is important if you're in trouble yeah that that is a great feature it is Uh, a good feature and i've seen um i think it was icom has a, a video actually of this uh in action where they stick in a bowl of water uh, the radio in there and then they activate the aqua quake and you just see it just kind of spit the water out mm-hmm. it's pretty cool it is it's pretty a, cool it's uh i think it's going to become probably a industry standard you know i think a lot of people should probably follow suit with that um and that, that's something new with this radio too i think the, the m36 replaced the m34 within the last few months and and that's something that m34 did not have Another thing I like about this radio is it's got your automatic volume adjustment. I think the car business started this before a lot of people. Um, you know, you're driving in your car, you've got the radio set at a certain volume, it starts to get loud engine noise, or you start to get wind noise because your sunroof's open. It actually will detect that and it will adjust the volume to your level that you're at so you can still without having to crank your radio up this basically will do the same thing if you're in a loud engine room or things like that you're probably you know if you're going down the engine room probably not worried about turning your radio up well it'll do it for you it'll adjust that volume if a transmission comes across it will adjust that volume so you're still able to hear it like you know hey get out of that engine room we're we're jumping over with our ditch bag (laughs) um we we got to go but uh um, but you know, even on deck, that's very handy because uh, when you're on deck, it can get pretty loud there. Oh, no when you're doubt. in the middle of a storm, or you no got, you're in the middle of a lot of other boaters, you got to have a big party, whatever. That's right. Uh, um, it does have the uh, it has the removable antenna, so if you if you want to add a larger antenna to it, you're able to do that. Um, accessories wise, I've had you know the Icoms come out with some speaker microphones for it, mm-hmm. um, which a lot of people if they're riding jets i have a lot of jet skiers especially that that like that they can put the radio on their side or whatever in a, put ditch, that, bag. <laughs> in a ditch bag and they can put that radio that that microphone up on their uh, uh somewhere on the the jet ski or on the person and uh they're also waterproof and you know they're also if you happen to drop that radio in it'll it'll stay afloat as well um pretty clear screen I, I like this radio. I think uh, I've always been impressed with the Icon products, but their their marine uh, the marine products you know definitely follow suit. They're uh, they work just as well as the uh, the business radios. It seems like a pretty well built radio. It is. Uh, it's 
you know, it does come with the lithium batteries, which, you know, is going to give you a lot longer battery life. You know, Mm -hmm. case of emergency, who knows how long you're going to be stuck. You know, lithium is going to give you a lot better battery life. Um, yeah, you, you really get what you pay for. This this radio is more expensive than a lot of the other handheld marine radios mm-hmm. at one seventy nine ninety nine. But yeah, uh, now when you first look at the price, you thought you think what, and then you realize just just what is involved with this radio, just what it packs. That's right. Uh, then you realize there, you know, it's actually a pretty here. good pretty good value. But yeah, so uh, three year warranty from ICOM. That's awesome. Can't beat that. Um, you know, definitely. If you got any questions, give us a call on it. We can uh, uh, guide you in the you know right direction for your needs. But you, you can't go wrong with it. It's a good, it's a cool little radio. It's a cool little radio. TM. TM. <laughs> any, I mean, any cons with this radio? I mean, I don't really. I haven't see heard any. anything yet. It's it's fairly new. Um, I know we're we're moving them really well. Uh, I haven't heard anything with with folks complaining. Um, Icon builds a great product all the way. I mean, like I said, from their business radios to the marine stuff, they're they they're on the ball. Well, they um, stand by them too, no doubt. So it is a cool little radio, That's right? And uh, if it gets in in your ditch bag and winds up in the water, floating away from you, it's uh, a wet little radio. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> but it floats. But it floats. it floats, and that's what makes it cool. Okay. Well, we have some uh, questions from folks in our blog and our forum at twowayradioforum.com. And the first question here comes from uh, Tim. And uh, he's asking about the ICOM F3003. He's saying, anyone else ever heard of these? We bought seven of them, and they seem like great radios, just very difficult to find hand mics. We find a lot of great mics from ICOM, but they do not have our model number listed, although they look like the correct plugs. Um, even without the two support screws for holding it in place, uh, so he—that's from Tim. He was looking for those, and I think uh, we actually. Um, yeah, the the um, three thousand three is an international model. The U.S. version is the three thousand and one. It's really the same radio. It's just a difference in the model number. Any accessories made for the um, ICOM ICF three thousand and one or four thousand and one will work with this three thousand and three. Uh, or even the 4003, which is the UHF version of, of uh, that international radio series. We have uh, several hand mics there that uh, on our site that will work just fine with it, and we actually have them listed as working with the uh, F3003 there on the site. So you can go through uh, those and, and check them out. Also, for some of the impact products as well, we mm-hmm. have a, a connector compatibility chart where you can go through the chart on those items and find the specific models that those connectors are compatible with it's memory serves me correctly i believe the i1 connector from impact will work with this radio Mm -hmm. and uh the s6 connector from xlt will work with his radio so check check the compatibility charts um, for the Impact product. Uh, we have XLT products uh, that'll work with it, I believe. Right? We got XLT. We've got mm-hmm. uh, OEM ICOM. Mm-hmm. We've got uh, Impact. He's got a lot so, of options with that radio. Yeah, definitely. So so don't worry, Tim. Uh, we got you covered. Okay. Uh, the next question comes from uh, uh, John, 
And he said, uh, I looked into a business radio license through the FCC last summer and was told that a third-party radio consultant had to be hired to check antenna height and set up and check interference with police, fire, and other business radios. Uh, it was over $10,000 and that they would make the decision on what frequency we transmit on. Uh, has this law changed? All I wanted to use was two handsets. The FCC would not issue license until notified by consultants. That's why I use MERS radios. Uh, I'm not sure where he, what. Uh, Generally, when you uh, get a two-way radio business license, you will go through what is called a frequency coordinator. A frequency coordinator will handle doing the FCC paperwork for you. Uh, they will charge you a fee, but it's it's nowhere near uh, $10,000 from, uh, I, I mean, I'm sure there are systems you could put in where the licensing fee or con- consultant fee would be high, but uh, just a general license for two handheld radios, um, that that's excessive and you don't need to pay that much. Uh, there's a company we've dealt with in the past, I'll give them a plug, landmobile.com is their website. They do frequency coordination and they will handle your license for you for around three hundred dollars. It's a lot less than ten thousand, right? So, um, yeah, it, it sounds like uh, he wasn't getting the best deal it, it on this. Sounds, it sounds goofy to me because no. it's typically just it's. You know what it, it is? Is it sounds like he talked to someone at the FCC, and a lot of times when you call the the number, it's difficult to find the right number to call to talk to someone mm-hmm. at the FCC and. And it's sort of hit or miss as far as whether you're going to get someone that that really knows about what you're asking about. Mm-hmm. So um, I've gotten bad information calling them before, and, and I've definitely heard from customers mm-hmm. that. So check with landmobile.com. They'll, they'll get you going in the right direction. Yeah. We have uh, one more question from Jim. And uh, this is about the Midland GXT 5000. He says, does anyone know if these radios are on a fixed frequency, such as simplex only, uh, or can it be set to work with repeaters as well? Uh, the GXT 5000 is um, simplex only. It does not support repeaters. Yeah, those are all fixed frequencies in there. That's right. So no, uh, the answer is uh, no, Jim. Uh, it will not work with repeaters. Okay, well, uh, that's it for our questions here. Send in your comments and questions to show at buy2wayradios.com. If you want to know more about today's topic or about two-way radios in general, check out our forum discussions at twowayradioforum.com. Um, before we go, any any comments, anything anyone wants to add? Not today. Nope. Okay. Well, today's show is sponsored by BuyTwoWayRadios.com. Whether you're searching for two-way radios for general consumer or business use, BuyTwoWay Radios can help you find the best solution for your needs. Give us a call at 1-800-584-1445 or enter our live chat at BuyTwoWayRadios.com weekdays from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Eastern. And as always, thanks for listening to the Two-Way Radio Show. And until next time, I'm Rick Savoya. I'm Danny Feimster. And I'm Anthony Roquet. And we're out.